When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Julie. Happy birthday. Thank you. I'm 35 and I've been crying all week about it. <laughs> oh my I've been gosh. so emotional. It's so weird because I never thought I'd be the emotional type. When I turned 30, I had a mini breakdown. And then this year, um, I've just, I've been doing a lot of crying this week. So. Oh no. Well, I just like, I'm feeling really insecure. I've, I've gained weight and um, I feel like my skin is looking like really dry and weird and I'm getting wrinkly. Like, honestly, I'm probably just really nitpicking myself over things that other people aren't noticing, but I've just felt so insecure for the past like month. Well, so. you definitely are because I think you look great. Everyone else thinks Thank you look you. great. And also I feel like we are our own worst critics just as humans yep. Because obviously we notice stuff about ourselves that other people don't notice. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know. I just say everyone is worried about themselves, you know, while you're insecure about yeah. something, no one else is thinking about that because they're worried about their own insecurities. So, well, and I don't like, I don't really worry about what other people think about me. I, I couldn't, if I did, I would never leave my house. Um, but I just feel insecure in myself right now. And I'm uh, really worried about, I like, I'm scared to continue gaining weight and I'm trying to reel it in and, you know, it'll be okay. I'm just trying to remind myself to be nice to myself this week. I just keep telling myself, like, be nice to yourself, be nice. You don't have to tear yourself down anymore. So, you know, easier said than done, but I'm working on it. Well, good. Life is, uh, what do they say? It's a j journey. No, no, it's a, a marathon, not a sprint. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I think you're mixing two up. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And then it's about the journey, not the destination. Right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the Life past is a journey, not the a past sprint. is history. <laughs> the future's a mystery. Right now is a gift, and that's why they call it the present. Yes. Kiefer Delp, Teen Mom too. I think we hit all the um, cheesy lines we needed. <laughs> hey, I, I still watch Jersey Shore Family Vacation. I can go on and on and on with that bullshit. Oh, perfect. But we, perfect. But we won't. Your Iamses. I should oh, I should God. start my day with some Iamses mm -hmm. and stand in my power. That'll definitely help. You should. <laughs> well, I've been looking forward to this all day because people are like, what are you doing for your birthday? And so originally Ryan was supposed to work six to six, but he worked four to four today. So he came home and he got me a nice card. And I just, I specifically tell him what I want. I'm like, I told him probably a month ago that I wanted to get a manicure. And then the last couple of days I'm like, Hey, don't forget it's my birthday. And today I was like, if you just like get me a nice card and write me something nice, that'll mean a lot to me. And that's exactly what I got. And then in the card, it said that I get a, a spa day. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to go to a real spa. I don't want no spa Ryan over here. Because we <laughs> all know how that works out. 
once you get to the massage. <laughs> but I've been looking forward to doing the podcast. It's, everyone's like, what are you doing today? And I'm like, oh, I'm working. But then I'm going to record a podcast with one of my best friends. So I've been looking forward to it. Yay. So what do you want to start with? I have like a whole list of stuff. Let's start with our bitch fits because I have something definitely to say. I've I've had a very interesting last couple of weeks. So do you want to go first? Do you have a bitch fit? Um, I mean, I guess so. I'm I'm already kind of over it, but I can bring the oh, emotions back up. You do have one. You do have one. Okay, you go first. I want to I want you to uh, speak on it. Just shitty friends. This is something that I was really upset with the last two weeks but mm -hmm. I'm like I said I'm over it now I truly believe that when someone's like not meant to be in your life shit like this happens and it's for a reason so I had plans with a friend two weekends in a row last Saturday she bailed like literally thought that this bitch was on the way to my house face <sighs> full of makeup um you know yeah you were ready to go like you yeah. were all like pretty yeah, up our plan was like she was gonna come here and I was like just like wear sweats or whatever but like bring a going out outfit and then yeah, we'll decide what case. we want to do when you get here like if we yeah. feel like going to a bar or something we'll go out if not we'll just stay in and watch a movie or whatever and yeah so anyways thought she was on her way bailed and then we had concert tickets for this past Saturday and it, I bought them over a month ago when they went on sale and booked a hotel room, a hotel room that she wanted to get, not a hotel room that I wanted to get. I wanted to spend an extra $50 for a nicer one. And she was like, no, I don't want to spend that much. Let's just get the cheaper one, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> um, the literally after she bailed, I was like the first Saturday, I was kind of annoyed, gave her a couple days. And then at the beginning of this week, I was like, hey, if you don't want to come to the concert, like, I'd rather you just tell me now. I'm not going to be mad at you, but, like, I I, I need to, like, make other plans if you're not going to come. No. Oh, my God. I've been looking forward to this. I promise you, no matter what, even if I'm on my deathbed, I'm going to come. Oh, I'm my like, God. Okay. So the day before the concert, again, went out, got my nails done, um, friggin went tanning because I've been tanning again lately in tanning beds and that's like a whole other thing Ooh, which I know a, it's my favorite though I love it so much oh my god <laughs> it's it's so good for you when the winter's been long just yes. to like sit in a tanning bed for five minutes yep. it's amazing anyways did that like filled my car up with gas everything like went to the liquor store literally texted her like what do you want to drink bought her alcohol like everything this bitch. Wow. and then and then um like I wake up really early in the morning like that's no secret she doesn't she's somebody that sleeps till noon every day so I knew I wasn't going to hear from her until like a couple hours before we were supposed to leave anyway so I didn't text her mm -hmm. and then she texted me at, like 12 30 and our plan was to leave my house at 2 p.m. And she texted me at 1230. I'm not feeling good. I've been up all night. Da, da, da. So I called her and I'm like, so what's going on? And then she's like, oh, I'm not feeling good at all. Like she sounded like she was fucked up on something. So whatever. And uh, so, yeah, my my basically all this to say 
my my bitch fit is if you don't want to be my friend, if you don't want to hang out with me, like just tell me because I've had people do this to me before. Like the last friend who did this to me would like have parties with all of our groups of friends and literally invite <gasps> everyone except for me and like oh post my about God. it on Instagram and stuff. That's so um, mean. So I used to be really like why don't people want to hang out with me? I'm so nice. I'm so like, I'm fun. Like whatever. You're like, I'm fucking delightful. I don't know yeah. what everyone else's problem is. Um, but they're missing out. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh, that's just my bitch fit. If you don't want to be friends with somebody, just be fucking honest. Whatever. Anyways, it's all even... this to say uh, my night ended up being a lot better than if she came with me. So like it all worked out in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, But I was pretty pissed that I was stuck with a shitty fucking hotel room when like I said I wanted to spend a little bit more to get a nicer one but that's neither here nor there yeah that part sucks I the whole thing sucks and it's like I don't know if it's personal so much maybe she's going through a depression but this has been an ongoing issue with her for a long time right this is nothing new yeah yeah so just not a good friend Um, it is hard to find good friends. I am so grateful for our pod gals group chat. I was thinking earlier today, everyone should have at least a couple of friends like we are, because when one of us is going through something hard or we're struggling through something like all the rest of us are there to lift each other up. And it is so special Mm -hmm. to have friendships like that. And so I think we're really lucky. Um, I think what we have is really, really awesome. I wouldn't want it any other way. Feels like destiny. <laughs> like we should have all been together from the beginning. <laughs> oh, that's for all our fun sister wives fans out there. Um, okay. My bitch fit is grown ass people being assholes. That's my bitch fit. And I kind of had to tie it in. So really something crazy that happened within the last couple of weeks is I was fired from my serving job. And um, not only was I fired from my serving job, but it was the day after I did, I pulled a double. I covered um, the owner's daughter's shift because she was sick. And um, I worked my ass off for 10 hours straight, which is a really long day for a server because you never get to sit down. You don't get breaks. Like it just is what it is. Like did not stop for probably eight hours straight. I was the only server on the floor. I, and then I had one bartender and we both worked a double and we fucking killed it. We killed it. We did so good. We never had any complaints Any nothing was wrong. Nothing came out wrong, was put in wrong, was forgotten. It was a fantastic day. 2,700 in a, in a restaurant that mostly sells burger and beer, like burgers and beers is a lot. It was very crazy. So I'm like, oh, we did so good. So good. Whatever. So the next night I'm, I take a nap on the couch and then I look at my phone and I have this text message from the owner of the restaurant. And he was, he said that the, a couple of, there were a lot of reasons why he was firing me, but a couple of the reasons were not being able to keep up with my tables and getting customer complaints. And that is just bullshit. Like, it's just a lie. And that shit drives me crazy and is so immature. I would have had more respect for him and I feel sorry to cut you off, but I just feel like if you were getting customer complaints, 
that's something that you would know before him because yeah, at what point would I have 80 heard to one? 90% of the time <laughs> people who go out to eat at restaurants are not shy about telling the server if they're pissed off or not about something so I, I had... feel like you would already know if you weren't doing a good job but He's I could be liar. He's a liar. He said, I mean, it, it, that's the thing that bothers me is um, I'd be happier if you just said, you know what? It's important to me that I can get along with my employees and that we have a healthy relationship. And I feel like that's just not happening here and we're not getting along. So that's why I'm letting you go. I would have respect for you if you said that, but you're lying and saying that I have customer complaints and that I can't keep up with my tables when I literally ran the entire restaurant with one bartender and myself all day yesterday. Like, what are you talking about? But at the end of the day, this was completely personal. And I sent him back a message and was just, I was so proud of myself for this message. I had to share it with you guys in the group chat, but I was like, basically, I am very surprised that this is happening and um, I feel that I always have a good handle of my tables and I don't receive, I haven't seen complaints. Like everyone seems pretty happy. And I basically said like, but to be completely honest with you, this just feels personal. I know you've had a personal problem with me for a long time now. And I sincerely hope that you treat your employees and other people with more respect in the future. And that's because this guy has been a fucking asshole to me. And only to me, it's just, I don't know, there's something about me that everyone focuses their hatred in on me. It's like they're all together hating me, like they have a club or something. Like, <laughs> So all in all, I feel like you and I have the same bitch fit, which is like, just be real. People being just shitty. Tell, just tell somebody and how it is. Especially, yeah. yeah um, um y- your manager sounds like my old who's manager. the owner of the restaurant the owner oh he sounds like the old manager at the strip club that I worked at for forever um because he was like he would do that like if he just didn't like you for whatever reason he would find the littlest excuse to fire you and like yeah I was just lucky that he liked me for some reason, but he didn't like a lot of people. And the shit that I've seen him fire people for is like fucking ridiculous. And you know, it's bullshit. Yeah. You know, it's bullshit. Like, yeah. it's just like. Unfortunately, it happens. Like, but. Yeah. Yeah. It, but, you know, I loved working there because I love the customers. The money was good and the work was easy for the most part. It got kind of crazy sometimes. But for the most part, you're working like four or five hours a day night and you're making you know 50 100 bucks an hour so worked for me so that kind of sucks but in the end I had taken a job offer a few days before that for a full-time position as an office admin and so that's what I've been doing for the last two weeks and I'm telling you my boss is so nice she well she's the HR she does HR she is like the sweetest person on the planet and has already complimented me for things and thanked me for things and is so respectful and wonderful in her approach that I literally almost cried yesterday coming home from work just because she was nice to me after I made a mistake. And I was like, how sad is that? Like, I've been so beaten down by my last several jobs and treated how I felt was unfairly. 
and just like not professionally and not respectfully. And that's really all everybody deserves that at work. So honestly, I feel like uh, people will stay at shitty jobs because they like the people that they work with. Like it has and people will quit really good jobs because they don't like the people that Mm -hmm. they work with. Like that makes the world of difference. Yeah, it's it's just nice to be treated respectfully like an adult, like a human being. So, yeah, so it's another that's another thing. Like we each had a bitch fit that ended up being better. Like now I don't have to worry about working all weekend and I get to go like I get we're doing a reptile show this weekend and I know I'm going to be there. I'm not going to miss it like I usually do. And like so it worked out better. And you your friend did something shitty to you for your concert, but you got to go and you I bet you had more fun than you would have. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure you did. So and yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. Obviously, I'm like a fucking weirdo, and I, I say, like I say, I'm like Mike the situation. But it's so true. It's like not nothing that's meant for you will miss you. Like if if it's not meant for you, it's not going to be in your life. If it is, it's not going to go away. It's not going to miss you. So, yeah. Who I saw some TikTok earlier today, and I don't even remember who it was. I know it was a woman and it was like a um a very big celebrity. I've been seeing a lot of like Selena Gomez and Miley Cyrus and all that kind of stuff is showing up on my TikTok. I don't think it was them though. But basically the gist of the TikTok was like people are oh, I know exactly who it was. It's not as huge of a celebrity as I was thinking. But her name's Jojo Gomez and she's a professional choreographer and dancer. And like she choreographed a lot of stuff on Demi Lovato's last tour and like performed with her at the VMAs and all kinds of stuff. She's an incredibly talented, incredibly talented person. But when she, her style of dance and her choreography was different from most people when she started to blow up. And that's why she got all the attention on YouTube and everything. And she was basically just saying like, people are going to talk about you, like let them talk shit who fucking cares don't care what people think because if I had like let people's thoughts of me and my style of dance and my choreography hold me back I wouldn't have been able to do all this stuff and it's like a reel an Instagram reel of like being on stage with Demi Lovato and Charlie Puth or whatever his name is and like Justin Bieber she was like on Justin Bieber's tour like it's like I wouldn't have done any of this if I let somebody else's thoughts and opinions of me hold me back so yeah, I'm feeling kind of woo-woo about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so but true. I love it. Yeah. Ugh. Um. Oh, so thinking about haters just reminded me of um, Thousand Pound Sisters. Did you watch the finale? It was, it was the season finale, right? The wedding? Yes, I did. I watched it today. Okay. So I what reminded me is they're always talking about their haters. Haters. So... Are we going to be haters on this wedding? What did Um, you think? I mean, I don't know. They're still together. It's not like they they broke up right away. So, like, I don't know. It's fine. He's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, I think. That is a love bomber to a thousand quadrillion percent. Oh, I just think, like, is Caleb slow? Like, that's the vibes that I'm getting. Uh, hmm. I didn't think about that. I actually just thought um, that it was just desperation. 
between him and Tammy, they both act the same way. Like Tammy said, I've never felt love like this before. Like, yeah, bitch, that's what you said about the BBW King. And that's what you said about, you know, what's his crackhead dude with Jerry. the crackhead Jerry. <laughs> I almost said meth head, but you're right. It's totally crack. Um, she says this about every guy she ever meets. So like, I think that they're probably perfect for each other because they're both incredibly insecure. They are desperate for love and they each got a little taste of it. And now they're like holding on for dear life. Mm-hmm. And that's why they like rushed into getting married. What did they, he propose to her within like what, three weeks? Yeah. And they got married within like six weeks of knowing each other. I mean, I'm that not hating crazy. on it. I just, I I just have the same worries as the rest of the family, which is her getting pregnant. Chris saying like, what if they're rubbing traiches and she ends up pregnant? <laughs> I did love all the trach talk about rubbing their trachs together and stuff like that. Oh um, I don't think she's getting pregnant anytime soon. She's still over 500 pounds. How do they even have sex? Like, can they I was physically have sex? I don't know, but that was driving me crazy at the end of the episode when they're like, we're going to move into the same rehab room together. And they're like wheeling both of them down the hallway into their room and then closing, putting, closing the do not disturb sign. And then you hear them like moaning on the mics. Like, what are they doing? They can't even stand up. So how are All I remember is like in season two or whatever, when we first meet Jerry and Tammy, Tammy was like at the hotel and he came to see her and she was doing her like talking head and she's like, we made love last night. All I remember thinking is, bitch, how? Like, I I know, like, I guess they're like, I could probably look it up if I really wanted to. Like, I'm sure there's (laughs) porn of this, but um. I'm I'm not willing to actually see it. I just want to okay. know if it's possible for, especially two people who are in that situation, especially with their limited mobility and stuff. I know. I'm like, how are you finding things or reaching things? I I don't understand. I really don't. And I'm sorry, you Charlie Bucket ass bitches. But if you can fuck each other, you can get off your ass and walk a couple steps. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, oh, I, I said Charlie say- Bucket, but it was, it was his grandpa. I get mad every time I think about the grandpa and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> grandpa Joe. I'm in the Grandpa Joe subreddit. It's a good um, time over there. I bet it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. The only other thing I have to say about this. Oh, uh, Michael officially filed for divorce from Amy. Oh, Michael divorced Amy? So they were separated, but he was the one that filed. And I know nothing about this. I've never been married. I've never been divorced. But I remember on Teen Mom and like, whatever. I remember Leah and Corey were separated and Leah didn't want to get divorced. But her lawyer like suggested that she be the one that filed for divorce first. Is that a thing? So I'm wondering Um, if he was advised to. It can be. It depends on what state you live in. So like in Colorado, it's a no fault state. And even six months after my, it took me like five or six months after my ex-husband left for me to file for divorce. So 
I ended up doing it because he didn't want to pay for it. So he didn't want to file. But in some states, like in Colorado, it's a no fault state. So that means that nobody's at fault for the divorce. And like, I can't get in trouble if I had an affair or something like that. I guess that in some states, if you're at fault for the divorce, you might have to pay something or I don't know, but it's crazy. So I'm wondering if he filed against her because in their state, it shows, you know, Michael versus Amy and maybe she could be found at fault for something at fault for the dissolution of the marriage. Like he can file and call and say like abandonment of the home. And that in that case, he would have ownership of the house. It's, I don't know. There's all kinds of weird marriage and divorce laws and they're all different in the States. I I mean, completely off topic, but the Bravo docket, it's this amazing podcast of two like actual lawyers and they go through like all the Bravo drama and talk about like the logistics of like whatever's going on. And so obviously they did an episode about the Scandal thing and um, Tom and Ariana were together for 10 plus years, like lived together the whole time and they bought a Mm -hmm. house together. And they were never officially married, but they were discussing how California doesn't recognize common law as a thing. So, like, it's it's not going to be the same as her getting, like, the house or something. Like, it's going to be messy because they were never actually married. It's like, but then other states, it's like common law could be the exact mm-hmm. same thing as, like, actually being married. And you do get stuff in the in the separation like it's so strange yeah Colorado is a common law married state so you I guess the rules are that you have to see yourself as a married couple and present yourself to others as a married couple or whatever common law marriage is always so weird to me it's just such it's such a strange idea I don't know but yeah, it does matter because in certain states, like in Colorado, it's community property state. So even though my ex-husband bought the condo that we owned, he bought it. It was in his name and the loan was in his name, like the title for the house and the loan. But it was still 50% mine during the divorce, even though my name wasn't on it at all, simply because he acquired the property when we were legally married. So there's all kinds of legal things that happen. And that would, I bet that's a really interesting podcast. I might listen to it, even though I don't really do Bravo, but. Bravo's (laughs) like my life these days. Like, Well, you have me excited for Vanderpump. So I, who knows? It might be Housewives next. I don't know. Oh my God. I would love that. (sighs) Um, do you have anything else to, to say about Thousand Pound Sisters? The only th- the only other thing that I personally wanted to mention was um the picture that I sent you guys of Chris's wife, Brittany. Oh. I found this picture on Reddit and it was her no headband, hair all the way down. Her hair like literally goes down past her ass. She's just did not look that long on the show. That was crazy. But she wears it in like a tight little amber portwood bun with a 
with a, ba- a headband. I never understand that. Like, what's the point of having all that crazy hair if you're just constantly going to put it in a bun? Yeah, it seems like a and lot of work. Well, it is a lot of work. I have granted my hair is not actually mine, but it's very, very long. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Yeah. So make it worth it. Like let wear it down or something like even though I don't I mean. I the thing that I always think about is headaches, because even just with my hair, I mean, my hair is only like a little past my shoulders. But when I put my hair in a ponytail, I have like the worst headaches. So how can she possibly have all that heavy ass hair, put it on the top of her head and just go about her day? That's crazy to me. I know I it always grosses me out when people have long hair like that. I like it. I love long Ew. hair. Um, whatever makes her feel comfortable, honestly. She does seem like a very nice lady. And obviously, I fucking love Chris. So, Yes, I love Chris. Yeah, and she... I thought the whole family was really sweet this episode. Even Tammy was being nice. <laughs> Amanda made me cringe. Just gotta say it. Why? Because at the wedding, she like went up to some dude... <laughs> whose wife was sitting right beside <gasps> him and like pretended to give him a lap dance like went over him and she's like I'm just playing and then she looked at the wife and she's like I'm just trying to get him excited for you for later like that's oh, not okay to no. do I would have whooped her ass. well she probably would have whooped my ass she's a big girl oh yeah she looks I wouldn't like- fuck with her she looks like she could fuck you up. Like she looks strong and scrappy. I love when she said that to Caleb too. She's like, I'm I'm about to fuck around and find out. Oh my God. <laughs> that's like my favorite. That's my favorite saying. I swear it's up there. So oh, funny. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. It was it was uh what you would think a nursing home wedding uh, planned in two weeks would be. I was like annoyed with Tammy how like obviously at first Amy was a little bit like skeptical of the the wedding as the whole family was but Tammy asked Amy to be her uh, maid of honor and Amy's like well I don't know like I haven't even met the guy and Tammy was like well I did everything for Amy for her wedding so she kind of owes this to me and it's like Amy and Michael were together for years and you actually knew him before you did that. It's a completely different situation. Well, even take that out of it and just say, um, your sister's been fucking wheeling your 600 pound ass around for how many years? Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't owe you shit. But you know, that's Tammy for you. I will be interested to see how long the honeymoon lasts. And if she starts to go like cunt mode on Caleb, that will be interesting. We'll see if he's still <gasps> gasping for air at the sight of her later on. God. He's over there crying like, bitch, you you met her four weeks ago. What are you crying about? What are you crying about? Dot TLC, Chuck. That's true. Yeah, he did pull a hobby. <laughs> we talked about this before. Check. We talked about this before that he pulled a hobby and he hunted her ass down. And then he told her to her face and she thought it was romantic. That would scare me right in. I'd be serving you a restraining order, not a marriage certificate, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What else have we been watching? Obviously, Vanderpump. Mm-hmm. Um on the weekend i finally watched the whale um what did you think 
I didn't like it as much as I thought I was going to like it. Really? It's my least favorite Darren Aronofsky movie I've seen. I think Why? it's his worst work. <gasps> um. Okay. Well, you? first of all, first of all, it's based on a play, and I thought that they didn't do a very good job of adapting it to film. I felt like I was watching a play. Um. It. Yeah. Um. But I haven't seen the play, so I don't know how different it actually is. Um. I mean, he played a fat guy who sat around. Like it wasn't he was good in it and whatever uh, Brendan Fraser was good in it but there wasn't any like mind-blowing moments for me where I was like okay and now I see why he won the Oscar it was just uh I don't know I thought it was really overrated I was kind of bored through parts of it um I wasn't expecting to be bored at all so I don't know I felt like it was it wasn't awful, but I don't think I ever have to watch it again in my life. I would watch it again. Um, I loved it because I can relate to him, the way he feels uncomfortable in his body and this like self-hatred and the self-sabotage and all of that. I can a thousand percent relate to it. So that is why I loved it. And but yeah, I can see what you're saying. There's not a lot of change of scenery, obviously. I mean, he's like 600 pounds. He doesn't get around much, so he's bound just in seeing a, his he's apartment. Housebound. But like, yeah. and also the whole teenage daughter thing, like, was so annoying to me. I like, liked it because I have a teenage daughter, <laughs> teenage son, teenage child, human. Um, but I liked it. Um. I thought it was good. I like the revelation about the daughter in the end and the last the last few seconds of that movie. We're not going to spoil anything because everyone should see it. Even if you end up not loving it, at least you saw, saw it. Um, but the last few seconds of that movie, I bawled. And I sat there during the, the end credits and bawled. See, that's so you another didn't cry thing. At the end? I no, I was <laughs> expecting to cry. And listen, I watched it when I was hungover and weepy. Like when I'm hungover, I oh, cry at God. anything. Still didn't get you. On my period, hungover, still didn't cry. Didn't cry once. This Peace is a controversial you. take. Uh, and I know I'm gonna get shit on for this. I thought Austin Butler as Elvis should have won. I thought his performance as Elvis was better. And I, I know still haven't listen, watched that. They are two completely fucking different movies. There's absolutely no way to compare the performances. Like award shows are fucking stupid in that way. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I personally just liked that movie and that performance overall better than I did The Whale. But that's just me. I have had that movie in my queue forever and I just haven't watched it yet. Uh, but I have heard nothing but good things. Everyone said that he was fantastic as Elvis and that it was a great movie. So my mom like hated it for some reason. What? I like hyped it up to her and she watched it and she was like, eh, I didn't really like it. Like I did. I just didn't see Elvis in him at all. She said that. And I was like, I think okay. that's I think the problem is that you hyped it up. It's I, I truly believe that if I hadn't hyped up Tusk and I just said, just <laughs> I heard about this movie Tusk. It I all comes I might back watch to it. You should watch it too. <laughs> I truly believe that you would have been like that movie was fantastic. Okay, was I have great. two other movies I want to talk about. 
Um, I Tusk don't know. Tusk is he... a cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> However, I, w- I will be I will be watching the second one as soon as it comes out because I, I forgot they were doing that. Oh, I can't wait. I'm um, excited. Okay, so I did watch Scream. <gasps> not and... not the new new one, the one that came out like last oh, year or okay. whatever. Okay. I turned and... it off 20 minutes in. Okay, we'll turn it back on. And here's why. I couldn't. It, here's why. Listen, I know it's, it's supposed to good. be campy, but it's not good. It, that hospital scene where she was telling her about the parents and everything, I was like, okay. And I just turned it off. I just here's could not get into it. I don't want you to watch it because it's a good movie. It's no Tusk. That's, I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want you to finish it because it sets up everything for Scream 6. And I can tell you, I did not like Scream 5 and I loved Scream 6. I mean, I'm not going to hype it up. Like, I guess it was okay. Scream 6 was okay. Um, But Scream 5 didn't like it. Scream 6 loved it. So. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Turn it back on. Push through it. Or go on YouTube and watch, like, um, some kind of Everything that happened in Scream. Everything you need to know about Scream 5. And then because this is Scream 5 was the requel and now Scream 6 is the sequel to the requel. So you got to I, know what happened. I think that part of it is um, I'm so obsessed with the scary movie franchise and that every movie that they parody of, I cannot take seriously. Like, for example, I watched Signs again a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. um, all I could think about was Scary Movie 3. And I would just, I, I don't know if it's because I smoke a lot of weed, but just halfway through the movie, <laughs> I was just like, <clears throat> what the fuck am I watching, dude? <laughs> That's, so, I mean, this is kind of along the same lines, but the dude with the small hand um my germs every what my germs his From name is my movie germs? Too? no because he goes my germs and he sticks his hand oh in the, the potatoes <laughs> yes is okay. that what you're talking so, about yes okay so that guy played the dad in how i met your mother mm-hmm. and he's in a handful of episodes he's and in he's Creek. other stuff too yes yes okay so i was gonna say every fucking time i see him i'm like it's take my good hand or what are small hands or yeah, my germs. Now I'll call in my germs in my head. Every, I cannot take him serious in any role in any show because that is all I see and hear. And I don't even like the scary movie movies, but yeah, I'll never forget that. Yeah. Did I ever send you the, the hand dildo? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay, there's another movie I want to discuss. No idea if you've seen it or not. Okay. Um, Promising Young Woman. Yes. Wasn't I, as good as I thought. Okay, I loved it. Okay, I might need to watch it again because I may not have... I know that it all... That at, at the beginning of the movie, it seems like she's doing this just because. 
and then it all connects at the end right so I missed some of that and I might need to rewatch slowly tells you through out what's going on like I feel like you find out kind of earlier on in the movie um she had a friend that got sexually assaulted Mm -hmm. um and uh yeah but it all fits together like a puzzle but but that yeah and honestly it is a long movie and halfway through I was kind of like what how is there another hour left of this like what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. and then the last hour of it it's like whoa okay there like so much happened at once but I'm gonna rewatch it because I was really looking forward to that movie and then I just felt a little disappointed after I watched it okay here's the thing spoilers 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 skip ahead a little bit if you don't want them whatever um okay so they made it seem at the beginning of the movie like she actually killed the guys and then mm-hmm. you find out that she doesn't actually kill them and at first that was a little bit of a buzzkill to me because I was like oh I thought this was going to be a little bit of like a horror slasher maybe type of movie yeah. and then so I was kind of disappointed at first but then as it went on I was like okay I like this yeah yeah I, I I'm gonna give it another shot I'll watch that again and you watch at least a summary of Scream 5 because okay. yeah Scream 5 was not good Scream 6 I will be interested to hear your thoughts on okay Alex is going to see it again right now so oh, I miss being a kid and watching the same movie 500 times I know I felt bad because I was like hey um it's spring break and I was like hey you have plans for spring break and he's like no everybody's out of town and this and that and I guess Ryan took him to Target the other day and they ran into one of his other friends. And so I said, well, why don't you make friends with them? And then, or why don't you make plans with them? And so now they're going to the movies again. So I'm like, fine, I will give you money to go to the movies because I don't want you sitting at home all week by yourself, being all like depressed and go have fun. So um, is there anything else you're watching right now? Uh, I still haven't finished you. Uh, I I totally didn't realize until I listened to Amanda and Jody that the second part came out of the season. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to be trying to watch that this weekend for sure. Did you, So you watched the first half of this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I liked you, it. Really? I did yeah. too. But then I kind of lost track. I think I was probably watching it and like half-assed watching it and I missed some stuff and now it doesn't really make sense. So I might have to go back a little bit, but. The, um, the, I... the funny thing about uh, Penn Badgley's role in that show is that if you think about it, he doesn't actually have to like memorize a lot of dialogue because his or like actually talk during his because uh-huh. it's all just voiceover. Like half of the show is just his thoughts in his head. And so he only ever says like one or two words at a uh-huh. time. It's like interesting acting gig. But yeah, I swear, I think he said made a video about that or he was being interviewed on a podcast or something about it. And he was talking about that. And he was like, 
a lot of the days that I go to work, I just feel really awkward because I'm standing there with my co-star and I'm just staring at them or making a face or like looking inquisitive. And he's like, but I'm not actually talking to them because it's all going to be internal monologue that I'm going to record later. (laughs) So if you think about it that way, isn't that so awkward to think that you'd be like acting with him or you'd be putting a book on a shelf and Penn Badgley is just like staring at you from across the room for two hours a day? day? That'd be so awesome. Yeah, it's very interesting um, with whoever is in the scene with him because it's it's not like you're kind of acting off each other like with dialogue like that like it's so weird mm-hmm. yeah it's funny when you think about the behind the scenes stuff but <sighs> so yeah I I unfortunately I feel like you is gonna be one of those shows that they take way longer than they should have they should have quit seasons ago because now it's just absurd and ridiculous and the first season will forever be my favorite. The, so I didn't good. really like the last season that much. No, but me I like neither. but I like this, but I liked this season. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch it and see where it goes from there. But I wasn't excited to start it at all. Like when it first came out, I was like, Oh, I don't really care about it anymore. But then everyone's like, Oh, they they changed the story around a little bit. So Yeah. It worked on me. I just love the first season so much. And it was just like the book. It was like exactly like the book. The second season was not like the book in most ways. But yeah, it's just a completely different story now. It's okay. I just, I think they could end it now, but they're not going to. They'll keep doing it as long as people will watch it. So exactly. I think it's like the most watched show on Netflix. That's crazy. Yeah. Remember Orange is the New Black? Like Mm -hmm. when that shit came out, everyone was obsessed. And then that was one where it was like, okay, I've seen like a hundred seasons of this show now. Like Mm -hmm. I'm good. Well, for me, actually, Wentworth came out and then I started watching Wentworth and I'm like, this is real prison shit. Oh, that's a prison show? I haven't seen that. It's um, it's it's based in Australia. Okay, So it takes for me at least it takes a minute to get used to like their accents and stuff but it's yeah like orange is the new black like it's about a women's prison but it's about okay. like a maximum security like it's like more what prison would actually be like instead of orange is the new black where it seems like prison would be fun it's like real <laughs> like shit I saw the first couple I liked the first couple seasons of orange is the new black and then I was like no I'm done I'm over it. I read um, the book. I read the memoir that it's based I off that of. That was real, a real book and like a real story. I forgot. Boring. Was it? Yeah, it was really boring. Oh, how'd she get a show out of it then? That's so weird. No crazy. Idea. I feel like Orange is the New Black, the way I felt about Prison Break. First couple seasons, so freaking good. Did you ever watch Prison Break? No, I think <gasps> my brother was into it though, or my mom or something, but I never watched it. Just watch the first season. You can walk away from it after that. It's so good. It is so good. Does it hold up though? Like I feel like some I don't things know. you try to watch it. and you're like, eh. I haven't watched it in probably 10 years, so I'm not sure. Well, Honestly, d- TV shows are so weird. Like I was obsessed with this Amazon Prime show called The Wilds where it's like this plane crash of girls and they're like stranded Mm -hmm. on an island 
the first season was so good and then when the second season came out I was excited and I couldn't even make it halfway through the first episode I'm like this wow stoops like so yeah and actually yellow jackets season two comes out um in two days I was gonna say I'm like nervous for that I'm like am I gonna like it as much as the first season it'll be good it'll be good I was just gonna say that because um, I did not watch the wilds because it came out a little bit after yellow jackets and I was already watching yellow jackets and it seemed very no, the, similar. The wilds came out before yellow. Oh, jackets, did it? I feel because I remember when I watched yellow jackets, I was like, huh, this is like the wilds. Okay. So or vice they versa. Came, but I don't they remember. came out like similar, like similar timeframes. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Yeah. So it was, and they seemed very similar but they but they are completely different the only the only the only similarity is the girls being plane crash and being stranded but but it's really good the first season very different yeah okay maybe i'll watch it because i don't really have anything to watch anymore did you ever watch six feet under no okay that's like should i watch it is that showtime hbo each that's one oh, of my perfect. all-time favorite series but I was just I've gonna say the, the girl um from one of the girls the main characters on six feet under is in the wilds but oh okay um th- I know that neither you or I are Taylor Swift fans but I really wanted to bring this up um so she just started her eras tour she's calling it mm-hmm. and she's had a couple shows so far this bitch did a three hour 44 long song set list that she's going on tour with and she's I don't know if it's a world tour or just a North American tour but it's a full-blown tour she's doing so although I'm not a fan of her music I just want to like because that's extremely difficult to do not only but with the price of concert tickets these days if I if I was a Taylor Swift fan and I paid five six hundred dollars to see her and she put on a three hour long show, I would be more than satisfied. So mm-hmm. um, I just wanted to give her a props for that because that's incredible. I've never heard anything like that. Before. I feel like most concerts I've been to are like two hours. So two hours is even long. Like I remember um, when I saw Miley on the Best of Both Worlds tour when she did an hour as Hannah Montana and then an hour like as herself. Mm-hmm. I thought that was impressive. I was like, well, that's a crazy show to do. Like, but three hours, 44 songs. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah you know, what? I like Taylor Swift's music because I think it's fun and I like some of it. I just wouldn't pay the outrageous prices to go see her. And I know you said you wouldn't go see her if she was playing in your basement. So (laughs) I just don't like her music. Yeah. I like country and pop and stuff like that. So I like her music, but again, not that much. So and concert tickets are so expensive right now that you really are only going if you really, really, really love somebody. Or if... If their prices are so low, that you wouldn't <laughs> have gone normally. And you're like, eh, I don't know how many more concerts I'm going to be able to get to in my lifetime. So I might mm-hmm. as well go to this one because that was mm-hmm. me with Brett Michaels. Maybe you course. get a good group on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that just reminds me of when 50 Cent uh, said that he bought out. Who's, whose tickets was it? Was it Ja Rule or something? He was on a, um, a talk show. And he was talking about how he bought 
like the first three rows of tickets for another rapper's concert. I think it was, I think it was Ja Rule. Well, and that I... way, Continue. that way, when that guy came out for his concert, the first three rows were completely empty. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I remember 50 Cent and Kanye West's bet to see because their albums came out on the same day. And that was like when people still bought physical CDs right. and they had like a bet to see who would sell more copies. And I forgot what happened to the loser, but Kanye won. That was like college dropout time, I think. Oh, God, that's such a great album. Well, the funniest thing was that the the interviewer was asking 50 Cent, like, well, God, how much did that? It was like 300 seats or something. And they're like, how much did that cost? And he was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I got like a group on or something. <laughs> oh, my God. So savage. He's, I know, right? Like, not only did I buy out your first few rows, but I got a good deal on them because you're so lame. You're on Groupon. Yeah. I love him. Savage. Fofty. He'll forever be Fofty to me. Everyone is touring now. Like every one. I got mm-hmm. a notice that at Fallsview Casino where I saw Brett Michaels, they're having a 2000s pop tour and it's like in sync, Ryan Cabrera, like Justin Timberlake won't be there, I'm sure. No, no, no. Obviously not. <laughs> Just the no names. <laughs> Or is it them or is it like 98 degrees or something? It's like 98 degrees. It's like one of those stupid bands. But either way, I don't know. I I would go for Ryan. The tickets like $27. No, I think they were actually like 200 ish. Wow. Well, you probably get to see a lot of people. Okay. Is Vanilla Ice going to be there? I'm clicking on it. No, but he, um, he did perform there though, which is funny. I saw him in a 7-Eleven once. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Yep. Him Did and Brian McKnight. It, different 7-Elevens, different parts of town. <laughs> no. I think he used to live in Vegas or something. I'm not sure. Okay, okay. This is the lineup. Chris Kirkpatrick okay. of NSYNC. Of NSYNC. Wow. David Cook. That was the fucker that won American Idol back in the day. Jesus. Um... Actually, he was good. Um, Ryan Cabrera, okay. LFO, Mark <gasps> McGrath of Sugar Ray. Didn't two and of three people from LFO die? I thought only one guy died, but I whatever. Two, I think two out of three okay. died and both of cancer. Well, there's only one person on the picture. So maybe LFO is down to one person now. <laughs> um, and then so O-Town is the headliner. I fucking love O-Town, but you know Ashley Angel's ass won't be there. Oh, no. No, no, no. He's not there. He's not on the flyer, is he? When I saw Ashley Simpson, Ashley Parker Angel opened up for her. Really? As a solo artist? Yeah. Doing what? I didn't know he had anything Remember, he had solo stuff back in the day in like 2007, and he had his own like reality show, too. I remember the reality show um, and seeing his son be born and all of that. Like, I remember that. And then um, I still follow him on Instagram. He still does like he does Broadway a lot and he does like physical training. He is so fucking hot. Oh, my God. His body is insane. 
I remember that concert. A lot of people were disappointed because the Veronicas were opening up for Ashley Simpson on most of her shows. And the Toronto oh, yeah. show was her only like Canadian date. And they weren't there. It was only Ashley Parker Angel. And I remember these girls when we were like waiting in line to get in. They're both wearing Veronica shirts and they were like, we fucking hate Ashley Simpson. We're only here for her. And they were like talking all this shit about Ashley Simpson and the Veronicas didn't even end up playing. Like I was disappointed too because I love the Veronicas, but like that sucks if that happens. I will never forget in the era of 99, early 2000, where people would actually perform at or sign their their albums at Walmart and I went I tried to meet LFO or not LFO um O-Town because I was a huge O-Town fan like I can still tell you like I had the the YM oh you're an O-head I was an (laughs) O-head had the YM magazine like pull out centerfold with Ashley Angel all like wet um you know on my walls so I was a huge LFO fan so i told my mom you have to take me to Walmart so I can meet them and when we got there the line was all the way around the entire store and my mom wouldn't wait and I cried I cried the whole way home I thought my life was over because I didn't get to see I didn't get to see O-Town and my boyfriend Ashley Parker Angel at Walmart you just like unlocked a memory for me because (laughs) in Okay, so when I saw Ashley Simpson in concert, it was like 2007 time. It was her second album. And then it was a year or two after that. She had the red hair. She had come out with her third album. She was pregnant with Bronx, married to Pete Wenz. And it was at Zeller's in Canada, like right outside of Toronto. And uh-huh. But it was she was only doing like an interview because she had this like clothing line that they sold there. And she came out and she did this interview and we just stood there in the crowd. There was probably only like 50 people there. There was barely anybody there. And she was in this movie that I really liked uh, called Undiscovered. And I brought the DVD sleeve to get her to sign it. And she literally signed like three autographs and then left. Like she just like came off off the stage, like signed a couple autographs and was like, thanks for coming and walk out. And there was barely anybody there. She was like super pregnant at the time. So I don't know if she was just like, I want to get this over with. But I remember. contractual obligation. Yeah, I remember. I was like so disappointed. Oh, I think I just saw a a TikTok of her doing a little concert in a Walmart. I swear yep. I just saw that it was on around. on the Ashley Simpson show. She used to do that yes. all the time. Can you imagine? I just feel like that'd be so humiliating. Like I used to when I was was singing and dancing and I went to a studio, we used to perform around town. And so we did the mall a ton of times. Like we'd set up this like stage in the middle of a mall and perform and we did stuff at like the San Gennaro feast or opportunity village at Christmas time and like I think back on it and I'm like wow I some of that just probably should have been humiliating but we really thought we were doing something we're putting on a show for Meadows Mall in you know central Las Vegas not on the strip no but you know well Britney Spears used to perform at malls so like old people love it that's old people awesome, and kids. Though. 
Yeah, we did a show to retire. Actually, a show at a retirement home was my first paid show when I was 12. That was my first professional show. It was at a retirement home. Oh, but they had like it was a nice retirement home because they had like a um an actual stage, like a nice place that people would put on shows. So whoa, you know, as, I, as long I mean, as it wasn't the retirement home from Billy Madison, we're good. Or not Billy Madison, uh Happy Gilmore. Mm-mm. No, I think I made fifty dollars or sixty dollars a show, and I did two shows. So you know, don't try to borrow any money from me because that's long gone. But I mean, more money than Rich I've bitch. ever been paid to sing. So, <laughs> um, did you watch the the Netflix Pornhub documentary by any oh, chance? Shoot. No, I haven't because I have been going to bed at like nine o'clock, ten o'clock at night because I've been getting up at four to go to the gym. So I've not watched anything. I watched Ninety Day Fiance and I watched Thousand Pound Sisters, and that's it. But okay. I forgot about that. Um, I watched it. I didn't finish it. I have like half an hour left, but is it good so far? It's not that good. It's not, it's, mm, it's okay, but it's more just about like, um, the, the Pornhub controversy and it shows both sides of it. It shows what's the controversy about how like anyone can upload anything. So there was like lots of uh essays on there and like chill like child porn and stuff like that because like they don't do a good enough job of moderating it and then it's then they just talk about how there's like all these activist groups that are like against porn and trying to get it shut down and then there's like I didn't realize this but there's like an OnlyFans for Pornhub where they call them like Pornhub models or something Mm -hmm. so they're like a Adult, they're adult entertainers but they it's like only fans like they have their own cams, page and though they, isn't it they up it's not cams it's like oh. they upload their own content oh, okay. of like whatever they want whatever so yeah. it so it talks about them and how they they how they view it and all this stuff so um I don't know it was okay but I don't have time to watch. Okay, if you if you have like a if you have like controversial takes about porn, I guess. But besides that, I was kind of like, okay, get to the point. So Mm -hmm. I will finish it eventually. But it, I turned it off to watch the whale, and then I was disappointed in the whale. (laughs) Well, I I know something that's not going to disappoint you tonight. Oh, VPR! I know. Mm. I know Girl, I saw that mid-season trailer or what the hell ever it was and I was like oh my god I gotta start at least at season this season episode one I know but I feel like it doesn't hit the same unless you've seen the whole thing and it's still all good the best because it like it's crazy yeah so they picked up filming after everything went down and added it into the last episodes and um they showed that in the trailer where he's like i wish we both would have tried harder and then when she's yelling at him you can totally tell her mouth is saying raquel oh someone like slowed it down and that's what it looked like she says wow um i refuse to call her raquel she will forever be rachel to me because she's a basic bitch and that's all she deserves i mean listen i want i listen to watch what crap ends and they have some very good points where it's like 
who the fuck cares if she wants to have a different name because half of those bitches have stage names like Jax Taylor isn't Jax's real name Lala isn't Lala's real name oh no I don't mind her going by that I would do the same thing because Raquel is a sexy name we talked about that before like it's way better than Rachel but I'm mad at her so I will refer to her as Rachel because it's the less cute name for sure yeah Rachel sounds a lot less like attractive than Raquel I I sent you that video that I saw on TMZ of Mm -hmm. her and she's talking she's just that was like the first time I had seen her on film before and she's just so lame she's like boring even just talking here's the thing it's so annoying because I feel like I mean I can only speak for myself the uh, the Vanderpump audience has such insane different controversial takes about everybody but for me at least Mm -hmm. I liked her and I was rooting for her this season and I was like good I hope she does make out with Katie's ex-husband good I hope she does live her best life and like gets away from James because he was super shitty to her when she was with him like all this stuff and then when this came out it's like that is a different level of sick. Mm-hmm. Listen, if they fucked once, I could easily forgive that. Whatever. But to have a full-blown affair with the only girl in the friend group that was nice to use, man, and not only that, but to openly flaunt it the way that they were. Like, he dressed up as her for Halloween. They have matching lightning bolt necklaces. She came so to all of So nobody thought this was suspicious before? She came like, to weird. all of his shows and was dancing in the front row, singing along to every song. And, like, no, because she was such good friends with Ariana that that's... So what? No Why, one you have a matching necklace with Ariana then, not a matching no, necklace. Well, that's with her the boyfriend. thing. That's the thing. People, because when you see one person wear a necklace and then you see someone else wear a necklace, like no one's connecting that. Like all these Bravo fan pages are like going back. Like how the fuck did we not notice this? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Well, and Lala was on Heather McDonald's show, and she was um basically like I knew it I knew it like she said that she was skeptical of her she rubbed her the wrong way Lala's always hated Raquel always she's just like well I knew I knew that there was something wrong with this girl there's something off about her and I was right like all right then the thing is Raquel grew like she did pageants like one of her things this season was like she's too old to do pageants anymore so she's like doesn't know where her life is going and That's a lot when you of become people become a pageant uh trainer coach or whatever. Yeah. That's what all those ladies do. A lot of people are like she's probably so like psychologically fucked from doing that because her whole life she mm-hmm. was just taught like other women are your competition and like you know all that stuff. But it's all that it's, matters is that you win. It's crazy because she was with dj james kennedy the white kanye before and the white he, i'm sorry does he, he calls call himself, himself the white kanye but he is the mm-hmm. white kanye because he says a lot of controversial takes <laughs> well that's one thing but like i when i think of kanye i'm thinking of like talent but that's because i love kanye i listen james kennedy and lala can't feel in you that song's a fucking banger and also james kennedy's remix of money can't buy you class also very good so i will say um but he like dated her and he was super abusive to her and he like 
yelled at her all the time and he cheated on her all the time and it was really awful. So it's crazy how she ended up being in this situation. And that's why one of the reasons why I was rooting for her, like it's so the whole thing is just so wild. I did not like in that TMZ video when the guy asked her, um, so did Schwartz know? And she was like, no, he didn't know. It's like, no, he clearly fucking knew. And the storyline with him was clearly a cover up. Like now they're trying to like protect Schwartz. Like Schwartz needs to go down eventually. Um, Is anybody mad at Sandoval? Uh, yes. Are we He's going to just... lose his business over this. He got like Yelp had to like shut down the reviews because they got like thousands of bad reviews and all the people are like, we're never going to go see your band play. We're never going to your bar. Like, Holy fuck shit. you. Like Sandoval's kind of been like MIA. He made his like two really shitty PR apologies and that's it but they're filming the reunion tomorrow so we'll see god who knows how long it's gonna be I was listening to is it gonna be part of this season yep this the reunion for this season okay so I was listening to Lala's podcast earlier and she was saying that she got a call from production like they're not allowed to have their phones at all because there's been a leak So, like, one of the rumors that's come out, like, is the truth or something like that. So there's been tons of stuff. I personally believe it's that Ariana, Raquel, and Tom had a threesome, and that's how it started. That's what I think (gasps) happened. I know somebody that that happened with. That's fucking horrible. Like, that's, oh, I can't even imagine. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't say anything else about it, but yeah, don't have threesomes, I, y'all. I I don't know. In the in the trailer, he's like, it shows him saying to her like, "Well, we only had sex like four times a year," and I've always said that about their relationship. Like, she never seemed to like their sex drives just never matched up, and obviously that's not an excuse for him to like no. go have a full blown affair. So no, he should have ended his relationship with her and then pursued someone else if it was that important to him. Exactly, and I guess his his excuse is that her mental health is so bad that he was afraid to end it with her, which it like is thing. also true. Like she's opened up about her depression quite a bit on the show, and also. Her dog that she had for 18 years just died like Mm -hmm. in this season, like she was on a she was in Las Vegas and had to fly home to put her dog down and she was like sobbing and he was Mm -hmm. with her. And it's just like the whole thing is so rough. And I don't know, it's just crazy because Sandoval was like the good guy and everyone like, you know, no one's really a good guy in all of this, no, but, but, yeah. but all things considering like with Jax and all of that stuff. And now mm-hmm. it's like, and Jax was like, he's, he's worse than I am. He just like hides it better. And it's just so crazy that Jax was right the whole time. It's like, yeah, I don't know what to believe anymore. You know? I know. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm, I am going to go back to this season episode one and watch through so I can be a part of all the the fun as it's happening 
And then I'm going to probably go back to the first season. Or you said the second season's better than the first, right? Yeah, but the first season, there's so many good moments, too. Okay, so I'll Like, just, the first I season mean, is, like, if you really want to know Jax, you have to watch the first season. He's so good. Okay. All right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get into it. And that might be one of our new things. Maybe we'll do a little Patreon episode on it or something. Please. Hint, hint please any excuse I get to talk about comic (laughs) rules Um, I'm so excited do you want to talk about 90 day fiance really quick before we yeah just if there's any like um fucking Chris is crazy dude she's a fucking crazy person does she have man um how do you say that word manchazen not by proxy because that means when like you're doing it to your kid but just the regular one where you do it to yourself does she have that I didn't really think about that it's a possibility but also um she's clearly an addict which I don't I don't agree with the way that people are treating her and talking about her like she's just some loser addict because people that have chronic pain can very easily get addicted to painkillers and when you stop taking your painkillers or you don't have enough painkillers, that's when people will look to other places. And it's not fair to just like treat them like some loser junkie when all they were doing at the beginning of this was trying to balance their pain so they could make it through their days and it completely spiraled out of control. It's like, that's something I've been seeing a lot of that's really made me sad. The way that people talk about her. She's obviously somebody, I I think she's just a person who's accident prone and one of those people where something bad is always happening to them because um, she's just like, I got in an accident and then I got hit rear-ended on the way home from the hospital and this happened and that happened and this happened and that happened. Somebody stole my rare motorcycle. Yeah. Like she's just that person that <laughs> something is always happening. With A this dark person. cloud is always hanging over yes. their head. And Jamie, I feel is the opposite. Yeah. Cause she comes off as like, nothing can go wrong. I'm happy all the time. You know, do you think she's a scammer? Cause like, what the hell is she into Chris for? What is she getting from this? I don't know. Do they do a reunion with these people the other way? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, yes, for the other way they do, yeah. See, with the 90-day reunions, like, they never, like, get to what I want them to get to. No, and because I think that's Sean what... Robinson's a horrible host for Okay, those. the thing that pissed me off the last season that I watched um, with Miona and what's Jabri? Jabri. Remember his mom was such a fucking cunt to her? Where was that on the reunion? Like, I was so annoyed that his mom was not mentioned once on the reunion. I was like, wow, that's all I cared about was them confronting that. The thing is, like, so Sean Robinson who is also a producer on this on the show. I think she's like executive producer or something. So she should have more creative uh creative choices or something what am i thinking of like freedom she should have more creative freedom being the executive producer of the show because people always make it like oh the producer's in her ear and they won't let her ask certain questions but like have somebody else do these shows because all she does is go well 
we're not going to get to the bottom of this today. So I wish you all the best of luck and then move on to the next person and not ask any of the questions that we want answered. They get somebody on there. They make the cast feel way too comfortable for what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people don't like Andy Cohen and whatever, but he always asks the shit that you want to know and even more. And he does not care to make someone feel uncomfortable. He will ask them. Yeah, anything. They should put his ass on 90 Day Fiance reunion. The, honestly, reunions. they need to get Andy Cohen to host every reunion. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I feel like the 90 Day Fiance people are like, divas like they think they're celebrities now because it's like the and most watched fucking tv show talk about it's yeah. crazy they it's crazy like i follow a few people from the last season miona's one of them and she has like this hair extension company and a makeup company and everything and she's like promoting her products and she has so she's many smart. followers and it's like jesus Good for her. Rice, like I would do a season of 90 Day Fiance if I got to like have all these successful companies like that. Well, that's the thing is a lot of these people they do the show and then they don't do anything with it. And then you have people like Stephanie who sold her farts in a jar for six months and made like a million dollars, you know, like and she actually started her own version of OnlyFans, it's called Unfiltered. So she launched her own subscription-based company, and she I think what she probably does is undercuts the percentage that she takes from the creators, but like some of these people are smart, and they take this little bit of exposure, and they make shit ton of money off of it, and that's what Miona has done. I definitely think that Miona and Jabri, they just... They 99% of the reason they went on the show was for his music and her influencer desires, and they fucking ran with it. I have so much respect for that. Mm-hmm. Me too. So much hustle. I agree. Um, or you could end up like Janelle Evans, and we all know how that ended up. Well, um, she just didn't she just get custody of Jace back? Yeah, which like big fucking deal. He's like 15 now, 16 he's like yeah he's like 14 now do you think barbara was barbara is an old lady like barbara's got to be like hitting her like 80s close to her late 70s for sure yeah yes barbara barbara was like in her late 60s like when teen mom 2 was on the air like i'm I'm redoing Teen Mom 2 season five on my Patreon right now. And Barbara's like old as fuck in those episodes. On season five? Yeah. And that's when Janelle was with Nathan still. Like that was forever ago. I need to know how old she is. Barbara probably just can't handle him anymore. And is like, what's the difference make? Like it has nothing to do with Janelle being a good person like per- like Janelle does oh, not like have a motherly it. instinct in her fucking body yeah she she acts like she's earned it like I finally but yeah it's totally because yeah Barbara Evans is 69 according to teen mom fandom um and uh, 69 I don't want <laughs> to be raising a fucking teenage boy at 69 years old and she also has um Janelle's sister's kids too 
Oh my God. She has custody of them. Yeah. Well, you know, every once in a while, a great parent ends up you with don't, a demon child. You don't but... raise your kid. You got to raise your grandkids. Isn't that the yes. saying? Yeah. Because I was going to say, what are the odds that Janelle and her sister are both pieces of shit who didn't raise their kids? Well, guess why? She's a fucking mean bitch. She reminded me a lot of my mom. Barbara? A lot. Yes. It's crazy because the every- hateful mean ass shit she has said. Yes. Rewatching these episodes, like everything that I thought I knew. It's so weird mm-hmm. how when you get older or whatever, your views change because I used to always be team Barbara and watching these. I'm like, why is she just yelling out of nowhere? Like Janelle literally like just walked in the door. Like no wonder Janelle hates her so much. And then also with Chelsea, I went on a huge rant about this when I recorded my episode earlier, how Chelsea is the biggest fucking bitch. Like Chelsea was so mean to Taylor, to Taylor Adams, other baby mama. Oh, like, yeah, she was so jealous reason. She was was jealous. Adam wasn't with her anymore, but she was still so mean and like. Adam and Taylor showed up to Aubrey's baseball game with Paisley and then Chelsea and Chelsea Grace and Randy are like look at the douchebag and Taylor oh I thought he was dating another girl before (laughs) and I'm like you guys are so immature like Mm -hmm. Chelsea Chelsea was a bitch before she met it's definitely it's definitely immaturity a thousand percent but i'm really happy for her and cole i honestly love them i'm happy that she got a nice guy after dealing with adam's bullshit i thought you're gonna say i'm happy she got her own tv show Uh, that too i was gonna say they got signed on for second season good for them I know. I'm not going to watch it. I don't give a shit about it. I watched the first episode just to like get the vibes. I was like, I feel like if I watch the first, I've watched all of them. Uh, It was exactly like I thought it was going to be. And honestly, it was fine. But same thing. HGTV isn't my thing. They play it at the nail salon I go to and I'll watch it then when I'm getting my nails done. But that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. Um, What other couples do we have? Jen and Rishi. we (laughs) We talked about one couple. Um, Jen and Rishi. Oh, we can talk you... about Teen Mom for the rest of the episode. I'm always I know, okay I, with like, that. I forgot what <laughs> I forgot. We were talking about 90 Day Fiance. Um, Jen and Rishi. Do you think Rishi's full of shit? What do you think? I don't know. I kind of do. I kind of think he has different motives, and he's taking advantage of her desperation to feel love. Why has he, if you think about Indian culture and arranged marriages and stuff, my number one question is, why are you in your 30s and not married? Why have they never been able to find someone for you? That's like ancient. Because he likes white girls, probably. But 30 years old, that's like ancient. I don't know. Um, I think she's just desperate. He's like I said before, he's the first person that ever looked at her and gave her attention and she's like terrified to let go of it all i just i just keep picturing her on the floor in that video that she sent to him like crying Mm. it was a real like david hasselhoff cheeseburger type of moment for me That's what I picture her as. I don't know that reference, babe. There's this old video of David Hasselhoff like drunk out of his mind on the floor eating a cheeseburger. And that's what I remember when I see that video of Jen on the floor crying 
to Rishi. Okay. I'm going to have to show you. I'll have to show you that. Um, Is it comparable to Ashley Simpson drunk at McDonald's climbing on the counter? Do you remember I've not that? seen that. I thought you were going to say. Um, oh my God. It was in Toronto too. She like climbs on the counter at a McDonald's and she's like, I could buy this whole place if I want because I'm rich. Do you know who I am? Do you know <laughs> oh my, my name? God. And her friends are like pulling her down. She's like hammered, like just being a complete oh asshole God. to all the servers. Like I make more money than you. Like just completely Ew. horrible. Yeah, it's bad. That's and gross. It's, and it's shot on like such a shitty like cell phone camera because it was in like two thousand six. Like a, a razor. Yeah. <laughs> Zero point three megapixel razor. Jokes. Wow. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, Jen and Rishi don't care about them. The only couples that make me excited, honestly, mm-hmm. are, um what's her name uh nicole and mahmoud mahmoud that that whole thing is wild to me just their whole situation why is she even there if the cameras weren't there like he would beat the shit out of her i don't think so oh i do no that's a scary situation to be in as a woman i don't think he's like that i think that um well, and I haven't finished this episode. I just thought, I think I had about 10 or 15 minutes left, but I, I just feel like, why are you moving to Egypt and trying to change the, you know, why are you trying to change? They're both trying to things. change each other because she's trying to get him to like loosen up and understand it's not a big deal if a woman wants to show her arms or even her hair. And he's like, no, you're a woman. This is how you're supposed to be. And that's that and honestly it's I ne- think that it's they're never neither of them are ever going to change so yeah I think that he does well I think it, I think they'd be okay if he came to America because I don't think that he's that strict on religion I think that he's worried about how she everyone else is gonna to see everyone her. else who is strict about religion yeah because if he was so strict about religion he would be making her pray there's like no way in hell she would be going throughout life not praying if he was that strict about religion. So I also don't consider her officially converted. She doesn't do anything in accordance to the religion. It's crazy to me that she used to wear the hijab and then she just stopped wearing it. Like, that's crazy to me. I don't know why she's there at all. I I think that if he moved to America, it could work out. Because I think he'd be definitely more apt to adjust to the culture there. But she's not willing to give anything at all. So since you didn't finish the episode, you didn't see the clip from next week's episode, like the next time on. Mm-mm. Oh, God. Is it good? Okay, I'll I'll just say this. Okay. You get to see her in a bathing suit. I did. See, I keep seeing that all over. Incredible. And somebody beat me to it. But my first thought when I saw her was that she looked like the original Mike TV from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory back to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Remember the kid that like loves watching TV and he like oh, gets yeah, yeah, into yeah. the TV? What he was wearing looked exactly like what she was wearing. And I thought about that. And then someone made memes of it. I'm like, every other people saw it too. I'll have to show you that too. I just want to say- The look like, on her face is insane. The, <laughs> the women who 
who wear the hijabs and even in the, this episode how we saw the woman with um I don't know the proper the proper term for it but it's like the full face covering with like just the yeah. eyes like his uncle's wife or whatever I can't imagine that I cannot I just want to say like to have that much commitment to your religion mm-hmm. like I I praise that um because I can just not imagine how hot that is like I remember I in high school um I was friends with I had this girl in my gym class that I was friends with and she like had the hijab like her face she she was showing her face but she wasn't allowed to show her arms or her legs and I just remember like at the end of June like being outside playing field hockey and we're all like rolling up our t-shirts because we're like pouring sweat and I just Mm -hmm. felt so bad for her yeah I can't imagine that's always what I think of like they're in Egypt it's the middle of the summer they're so covered up and maybe a lot of people don't have air conditioning or anybody maybe I don't know but I can't imagine. Mm-mm. But it's also one of those things where it's like they don't know any different. So they're They've probably just it, like yeah. used to it. But That's for true. us, for, for someone who was born and raised how they were like Nicole to go over there and tr- attempt to do that is just I, it's one of my favorite storylines on the show, honestly. So, yeah, the look on her face was pretty priceless in all the memes that I'm seeing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see how that all goes down. That's Was there funny. anything new with Danielle and Johan? I don't think so. Um, I, No, I don't think they were on this episode at all, unless they were in the last little bit, but I don't think so. Yeah. What about Gabe and Isabel? I learned so much about... Uh-huh. I I don't think... I thought I knew a lot. Uh, I I didn't know anything. All, that's all I'll say. Yeah. Um. I loved it. I loved it. It was so informational, and I ended up like googling things afterwards because I was so curious. I did not realize that it was that intensive with the skin grafting and everything. It was just wow. So interesting. Everything. The different kind of penises you can get Uh and how they get how they make an erection and how like the fluid coming out. Like I -hmm. did not I did not realize. Um it's wild to me. And I just love Isabel. I just love how much she loves him and how supportive she is. And she's like, to me, he's he's just a guy, whatever. Mm -hmm. And um I love them and I'm seriously rooting for them. I do too. I think they're great. And they're the one couple that we can root for. So it's awesome. I love them. I think they're wonderful. And um, then who else we got? Debbie and Osama. Oh my God. Debbie was about to whoop his ass. Actually, I think I might've finished the episode and I did finish. I finished it last night and then I started watching Pillow Talk. But yeah. She says that she wants, she wishes she could reach across the table and wring his neck. First of all, it's such an old lady thing to say, (laughs) wring your neck. Um, But it was kind of crazy catching off guard when they're, they're out having dinner and he's talking about her going back to the U.S. in a couple of months. What did you think about that? That was kind of crazy. Oh, well, I, I saw on Reddit 
Uh, do you want me to tell you? Yes. Okay. I saw on Reddit that they broke up and oh. that's why they're kind of like dragging out their storyline a little bit because there's like not a lot of footage with them. Okay. That makes so, sense. So I, I went into the episode with that in the back of my head. So I was kind of like, okay, this isn't surprising to me, but Man, she is fucking hilarious, and I hope they do something else with her. Like, I hope they put her on Single Life or something oh like that. Oh my god! Because that would she's be so like, good. She's so funny. She's like, it is taking an insane <laughs> amount of self control right now. <laughs> oh my god! I would watch that. I would pay extra to watch Debbie on Single Life. Wow, what an amazing idea. Um, I love her. I love her. Um, and unfortunately, we must have been wrong because at the beginning when we of the season, we when we talked about everyone, we were like, they're crazy, they're both crazy, and they might be perfect for each other. And then he's telling her, you know, we haven't spent much time together. And she's like, after three years, and he says, three years on social media. We need to spend time in reality. And I agreed with that. Like, I, I was like, yeah, I can get behind that. But the fact is that they've met before. So it's not like he was surprised that she looked older or different or anything like that. They've spent time together before. She said that he was like rushing her to the embassy to try to get married last time. This is a guy that just wants to come to the U.S. That's definitely what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And then she moved there. So he was like, fuck, I didn't want you to move here. I want to go to the U.S. I don't know. That's my guess. It's it's wild. I, I thought they would be perfect together, though, honestly. They seemed like it, which is kind of weird to say, but it's true. I can't wait I to watch know. her date. Oh, my, they're totally going to put her on single life. Oh, God, that's so great. I've never <laughs> I've never seen the single life. I don't really watch it, but I know that she'd be great on it for sure. She's definitely a character. Yeah, she is. I Who want good things got? for her. I know. I like her. For 90 Day, that's it, I think. That was all the couples? I believe so. Yeah, I guess so. It's a pretty good season so far. I do love watching The Other Way. So, and then on Pillow Talk, they have Jenny and Samit, and they have them talking a lot about Jen and Rishi. So that's interesting because there's the two similarities. So, okay. with the Indian storyline, I like it. What do you think is going to be the end result for the Gabe talking about being trans? I think, parents- I think we're going to see that. I think her parents are going to be okay with it. I don't know why I just do. Well, she said that her mom's a little bit more progressive, so I'm sure she's going to be okay with it. The dad seems very religious. He talks about religion a lot. And so I think it's going to be harder for him, but I think he's going to come around because they love him. Mm -hmm. They love Gabe. I would love Gabe too. He's wonderful. Yeah. I don't don't really think it matters. He presents a hundred million percent as a man Uh so it's not yeah I I can't see it mattering yeah yeah but who knows I could be wrong I hope I I hope he doesn't care though 
when you saw uh rishi crying did you think it was legitimate or is that just for the show when he's talking about being so afraid to to lose her the show yeah oh and i saw in the preview that we're gonna see that he's sending like some sexy pictures to somebody maybe his friend that was like oh. trying to set her up or something yeah yeah yeah. she's like why would you say he's like i just respond and that's it <laughs> with sexy half naked mirror photos i just i just like, respond when they ask me for dick pics like that's it i just, <laughs> I just send them that's it it's no big deal come on i gotta like help take care of my fans what's wrong with you <laughs> i don't know i love it so i'm into it um Yellow Jackets, we'll have to talk about that next week. Yellow Jackets. I love the first season. I'm going to try to watch you. Yo. What else do I want to watch? I don't know. I still want to watch every everything everywhere all at once i still haven't seen Mm -hmm. it i have to like prepare myself because i know that's another long one like all these movies are just so long and so it's just mentally it's it's not the same as throwing on like an easy 90 minute you know yep yeah um i just want to say if you guys are not trp patrons for total request podcast or for we love to hate tv or we love to hate everything amanda and jody and justine talked about the bitch slap episode of vanderpump rules we didn't only talk about we did a watch along so i got to see amanda and jody's reaction when they saw the video it was incredible (laughs) um it was so fucking good i laughed so hard and Jody's impressions of all the girls on that show, like, oh, yeah, Jocks. Jocks had to go over to talk to Ariana. Like, oh my God, Jocks. Jocks. <laughs> oh my God. I was laughing my ass off. It was so fun to listen to. And I got all excited when you came on as the special guest, which sounds like it was like you were, you were like scrambled together to do it. Were you, you were on video because you sounded farther away. So I don't know if you guys recorded it a different way, but. Yeah, that's. You sounded a little Oh, did I? I didn't. I'm never listening to that. (laughs) It was so um, good though. I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it wasn't using my real mic. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Um, Yeah, it was so much fun. You Um, guys should absolutely subscribe if only to listen to that. It was chef's kiss iconic episode i also recapped that episode i don't know probably like six months ago now with lauren from everybody wants something on my patreon and oh it's, perfect it's really good i bet yeah it's yeah it was definitely fun to listen to it's so. a great show the second season of vanderpump is like incredible television yeah um awesome. and also bravo did put out a list of like the most important episodes through the I heard about that the thing but the thing is like I don't think certain episodes would hit the same I I heard that they did that and I am glad that you mentioned it because I forgot about that and I wanted to check it out so that maybe I could start and kind of catch up for this season but yeah 
Maybe that you notice little things that you didn't notice before that you didn't think were a big deal. It's so funny because on Reddit, I saw a post and it was like, is anybody else kind of annoyed that now all of a sudden everyone wants to get into Vanderpump rules? Like, I feel like this is a sports team that I liked for years and then they won the Super Bowl and now all of a sudden everyone's a fan of them. Like, that's how it feels. And I was like, yeah. Is that how you feel? (laughs) I I can relate. You don't um, just feel excited that you have more people to talk to it, talk to about it? Yeah, I love talking about it. I'm excited if you're going to get into it, we can do full episodes on it. Fuck yeah. This is what I've wanted for forever. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah, You know that. Oh. I've been trying to get you to watch it for so I know. long. I am enthralled. I am like so into it right now. So yeah, I got to- Bravo I gotta shows go are good. Like Housewives are good. I- I love everything, but Vanderpump is special to me because it's like Housewives mixed with Jersey Shore. That's how I feel about it. Well, okay. And so one thing I want to say before we go, because Justine has a heart out because she cannot miss Vanderpump Rules. It's starting soon. Um, But anyways, one thing that I wanted to comment on that I heard you guys talking about on that uh, TRP podcast was Jody was like, this seems so fake. Why would the the owner be so involved in the drama of the other people? And this just seems so immature. And I, and you said, no, it really is like this. Like, Mm -hmm. this is exactly how it is. And you're a thousand percent, right? Like there is so much drama in the restaurant business and the entertainment business. It is exactly like that. It's exactly like that. Mm -hmm. And so that got me excited too, because I was like, okay, I might really fall in love with this show especially those early seasons like when they actually were working at sir Mm -hmm. like it's crazy because they it's so real for anyone who has worked there because they all hang out they do drugs together like you go out and drink after work you take shots during work yeah yeah exactly that is so like the the pride episodes are always really good because every season they do like sir celebrating pride and at first they did parades and then they started having these like full-blown pride parties like in sir and that's Mm -hmm. when like everyone gets super drunk that's like the day where it's like i'm drinking today no matter what you know and like shit always goes down in those episodes it's so good okay i'm excited you'll have such strong opinions on every single person on the show like you will either love or hate every single person i'm excited like for me katie maloney worst person on reality tv even over sammy sweetheart really (laughs) i can't stand her okay well don't tell me anymore because i you're gonna miss your show and uh i definitely want to get started so yay i'm excited so listen up for future vpr info right here on the show um that's all i got you got anything else no just i hope your birthday was good and i hope the rest of your week was good good yeah and um i guess that's it is the weather getting a little bit warmer where you are it has been nice the last couple days but it's like did little baby snows and a little bit of hail today so in celebration of my birthday i guess it's the longest winter ever. That's why I started down. the tanning bed <laughs> thing again. Oh, uh, I know. It's, yeah, it's been pretty it's brutal, brutal in Colorado too. So I'm I want to go to the tanning bed right now. We're so bad. We're so naughty. Do it. 
<laughs> All right, bitches. Thank you for listening. Follow us at resting bitch pod on TikTok, Instagram, all the things and leave us a positive review on apple Podcasts. you can find all the links in our bio and uh follow justine at the shore store pod and also if you guys have another show that we've never talked about and you want us to watch like please let us know because i am down to like try something new that i've never watched yeah. before so oh yeah excited yeah. about it all right cool well thank you all right. Bye, bitches. Bye-bye. Bye. Can't help but say that every time. <laughs>